So I so Spencer, last what do you week, think of- you know those Snapchats I was sending you, or that uh-huh. Snapchat of that spider I sent you. Mm-hmm. So last week, you remember, or was it over the weekend? This thing emerged and like came at me because yeah. it was in my grill cover. Oh. And I had a feeling like I, I was like, I left this out and it's kind of wet. And I know some bugs hang out in the wet. I really hope there's not a giant spider or something that, that gets me. I, I was thinking that. And every little like piece of um, like um, uh, leaves, I was like, oh, is that a bug? And then as I'm, I have it halfway on the grill, this thing comes out of nowhere and is like, get off my lawn. But I let it be. I'm like, fine, dude, the grill's yours. The house is yours. We'll pack. <laughs> Honestly, it's fine. You take it. Krista, grab the kids. But then today, I'm outside with Miles, and it's just me home, so I have, I have nobody to save me from this thing. And I'm like, all right, it's been a couple days, it's gone, I have to cover the grill because I don't want the cover sitting out and getting gross, and it's, it's supposed to rain a little bit. So I'm what I do is I'm shaking it like I'm with a shovel. I have a shovel, because maybe hoping to get the spider out. And sure yeah. a freak enough... It comes out on the deck this time. And he's like, what did I tell you? Threatens my life. But then we have a mutual respect. I'm like, listen, man, I said, I'm going to leave you. You leave me. And he watches me. And then I kind of make sure he walks away so I can finish covering the grill. I end up covering the grill. But he was chilling on our fence. I checked an hour later, gone. I have no idea where he is. Good luck to him. Well, but you better holy sleep with one crap, eye open. this was a huge spider. One eye open. All right, but anyway, that was my spider story. Christian, are you recording? I'm recording. All right, we got convenience. Elves. Forced love triangles. More elves! All of this and more on this edition of Sequelman the Podcast. Coming at you, not live from the Nine Realms. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequelman Podcast and it starts right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I am here, as usual, with my good buddy, good buddy old pal here. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? All right, I just high-five the camera, realized nobody can see that, but Spencer, hi, how are you? We just virtually Sorry. high-fived, and we're, we're going, we're going, we're, we're in it. We're in MCU Phase Two, movie and we're the two. second movie in Thor: The Dark World. We're the sequel men. We talk film franchises and movies with sequels. Hence, the sequel. Hence men. the title. But this one, this one—that's what sequeling means. Yeah, that's. We should call ourselves the sequelers. The sequelers. That's our listeners. That's our listeners. That's our listeners' the sequelers. names. Welcome back, sequelers. Keep it here. Hey, uh, there it is. Sh- that's my part. That's my part. But remember that. They're the sequelers. The, the sequelers. The sequelers. Yep. And they're listening to this squinting going, 
I don't like it. Well, you don't get to name yourselves. We can't hear you. You, We could if you emailed the show. But you think that's funny? You think that's funny? I think it's funny. No. I also okay, think I this movie spread. was... Can you milk me? Can you... <laughs> yeah, you just uh, grab the little teat. <laughs> you just made the Nero face. That's what it made me think of. But what are we talking about today? Thor, the dark world, or oh, as yeah, some people that. call it, the Boar. worst ah. MCU movie to date. But even the worst MCU movie is still pretty good. It's still pretty uh, good. It's not the best. But. I enjoyed this movie. I did not remember much from it. And you know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It's I don't think it's as bad as what everybody thinks. I didn't see it until. Hold on a second. All right. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I thought it was fun. I had a good time watching it. Because it was almost like I was watching it for the first time. Because I really? only remembered snippets. I remember Loki, quote unquote, dying. I remember Jane Foster getting the ether up her butt. And I remember... Um, you must truly be desperate. I remember that. And I remember a, kind of a lame post credit scene but a good mid credit scene so i don't remember i let me tell you something i think i told me. you i just went fire marshal bill on you there let me tell you something <laughs> tell me brah uh, in living color fans you'll get that but no i hadn't seen this until i think i said it in the last one briefly in the la in that tail end i hadn't seen this movie until Maybe one or two years. No, not last year. The year before, 2019. I had not seen it until 2019. And it came out in what, 2013? I, was it I 13? Believe. I think it was November. You're probably Can we right. Quick check on that. Well, let's but look it up real quick. I was just thinking to myself one night, you know, I haven't seen Thor The Dark World. I think I'll, I'll rent it or I'll watch it on Disney Plus. I'll make myself a bowl of mac and cheese and I'll just sit down and watch the movie and i watched the whole thing uh got up once or twice but all in all it's it was it was all right it was all right the movie's got its fair share of issues that's for sure oh yeah but it's relatively inoffensive and we're gonna get into it here real quick but um i've neglected to look at any trivia for this film yeah me too but uh I do I have know. Read it. I didn't yeah. do my due diligence with this one. I did while I was watching Not it. Just a but the extracurriculars, <laughs> I didn't. I will say, I will say this though. Say it. I'm. I'm going to. Say it. I'm going to say it. That bit when Thor hung up his hammer. He. Oh yes. He he improvised that when he hung that up. He was playing with it in between takes, and uh, there it is. There's well, my trivia. I think they made the right decision. I think so, because that was probably the best the right part decision. of the film. Oh, here's oh, a bit of trivia. Did you know? Here's a fun thing, and then I'll let you. It better not be what I think it is. Go ahead. The mid credits scene was directed by James Gunn and ties into Guardians of the Galaxy, which ah. we know that it ties in, but I didn't know that that was directed by... 
I, James Gunn. I know that it ties into one of the later films. Uh, two more episodes, from, or one more episode from now, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't know that he directed that. But I did mm-hmm. just look at... I did just look at a little bit of trivia here. This is even recent, May, recently, as Joel would say. Yeah, boy. May 20th, 2021, Loki was supposed to die for good in Thor The Dark World and Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And the, the byline is, Tom Hiddleston's God of Mischief, Loki, is set to headline his own Disney Plus series soon. Looking forward to that. We both are. Yeah. I'm sure you guys, sequelers are too. That never may have happened if Marvel had its way. In an interview with thir- in an interview Thursday with EW promoting the new series, Hiddleston and Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige revealed that the MCU did try to quit Loki several times throughout the franchise's run. The God of Mischief was marked for death for good, not once but twice. That's funny. Um, but people just love him I- too much. I think it's funny that there's a certain scene in a certain film in Phase 3 where they kind of lampoon what happens in this movie. I think you know what I mean. I hope um, you know what I mean. Maybe. Maybe. When we, I it's, guess when we it's get... like a Shakespearean scene. And it's got uh, Alan from Jurassic Park in it. He maybe yeah okay got you I think yeah. I got you yeah I don't I want to you. give it away right now because yeah. we're gonna talk about it when we get to it next year but and next year phase three is phase yeah, phase three phase three that's the big phase that's the big phase it's the biggie it's the big mac the big hitters I mean every phase has big hitters but phase three but we're in phase two so everybody stop talking about phase three yeah if you're talking up. about is my I don't know okay sorry I thought my headphones were being weird. Um, I shot some Sinex up my nose, so I don't, I hopefully will eliminate some of the uh, sniffling. I have Vicks on my chest. I had a cough drop that I was breathing in the, uh, menthol. Holy moly, you went all out. (laughs) Yeah, I did not have any allergy medicine. I should get some. I should probably get some. Like Claritin. you have allergies? Or Benadryl. You ever had Benadryl? Do Benadryl. It's yeah, one of my favorites. Not like crack, but although you know what I half mean. halfway through the episodes of recording, you you just hear me go man, like, and just drop off because it's uh, oh man, my it'll cats, get you. my cats are in the room again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but it would um, it would yeah, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I uh, I gotta tell you this, I we were just said that. And then all of a sudden, just now, a minute ago, as we were talking what? about it, Krista texted me, my wife, are you talking about meth down there? Oh, shit. <laughs> I just replied back, Benadryl. Hit me up, Benny. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, apparently, maybe that's uh, what we're talking about is a direct correlation to how good or bad Thor the Dark World is because we haven't even talked about it hardly but let's All right. let's get into it Thor the okay. Dark World initial thoughts real quick we kind of already gave I enjoyed it um, I I'd watch too. it again I thought it was I fine I would too I thought it was fine I mean you give me any MC movie MCU movie I here's the thing Master I think it's Chief. better than The Incredible Hulk oh for sure yeah 
Which is why it's interesting why they say that this film is the worst, arguably the worst, out of the MCU as a whole. That's why they say arguably. Because you could argue. Well, I've always heard it to be Thor The Dark World or Iron Man 2 or The Incredible Hulk. I would say it's The Incredible Hulk. It is. But this one's got, it's, it's, like I said, it's got some problems. We'll talk about them. But it, yeah. it does contribute to the MCU in a pretty major, important, incredibly important way. So we'll get to that at the end. Oh, my stomach is growling. Uh, I'll have to eat after this. But anyway. I, um,. Uh want to make one more statement here oh, i think this movie it really it's the start of the bigger picture like it's the first time that mm-hmm. infinity stones are mentioned i mean this is an essential movie whether you like it or not oh losing my connection so that's sweet <laughs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> Let's get into act So, yeah, that one. was a good uh, question, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No, no, Let's that was get a cool in. story, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gone. <clears throat> Are no. you ready? Um, Yeah, I'm pretty ready. I'm pretty act. ready. I have a feeling I knew what you said, so go ahead. Okay. I accept your surrender. Act one. We open with a history lesson about the Nine Realms and Malekith, the dark elf leader wanting to rule the whole Nine by way of the Aether, which is a mythical stone slash vapor solid dust thing. He loses it because some Asgardians ruin it for him. Present-day Asgard sees Loki come to talk with Odin about his crimes and be sentenced to life in the dungeon. Now, let's head to Vheim, Vheim, which, if I'm not mistaken, is a suburb a few miles away from Anaheim, California, and they wanted to be the same but different. So Vanaheim and Anaheim are the same. Thor, I just spelled it wrong. I knew it was Vanaheim. Anaheim. Thor and Sif with the Warriors 3 fight uh, a horde of bad guys. And Thor makes easy work of a giant rock formation fella, which I think that rock formation fella is the same species as a fella we're going to meet later. We'll get to that. I, I think you're right. Thor mopes during a party longing for Jane. And speaking of Jane, she's on a date with... She's she's on a date with a guy, with a guy, and, and and then Darcy interferes and steals her away because there's some abnormal reading on the GPS thing. We find out Eric Selvig is losing it while running nude around Stonehenge, and Jane Darcy and intern Ian discover that some kids discovered a weird phenomenon in a warehouse where gravity doesn't have rules. Jane, that's right. Welcome to the ether where gravity's made up and the points don't matter. Jane gets sucked into a different dimension and injected with the ether by sticking her hand in a rock. Malekith is awoken 
and that's it. But we're back to Thor, and he's talking to Heimdall, who gives an update on Jane and the Nine Realms, but suddenly cannot see Jane. So Thor's worried. Jane has been in a weird dimension, we find out, for five hours. Darcy calls the cops while it starts to rain. Rain everywhere except a circle perimeter around Jane, which is very peculiar. Anyway, Thor shows up and stops the rain and takes her to Asgard after she involuntarily blows up a cop. So can Thor control the weather? Is that what this implies? Because Are you asking me? Yeah, I didn't know that that was part of his powers. Um, I think it goes hand in hand with his God of Thunder stick. All right, well, he's never... I don't know. Do you think, as I was reading that, it hit me, do you think that... Oh, where was it? Oh, that the the ether... Because she, she didn't realize she was asleep for five hours. Do you think that has any parallel to another type of thing we find out about in phase three i don't know there seems to be a little bit of quantum wonkiness going yeah, well, on well actually we dimension. find out about quantum a little bit in phase two i gotta plug in my computer hang on plug it in plug it in Otherwise, we're gonna have a whole bunch of problems. and no joel we're not talking about that <laughs> that was my joel laugh it so. wasn't very good Okay. I guess you could call we could call Joel our mascot since you describe him as a demented cartoon. <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> that he said that in the last episode. Oh man. <laughs> and you probably think I'm a demented cartoon character. Cartoon character. <laughs> that was really funny. That may have been one of his but, best sound bites. You know who's not a cartoon character? Who? Thor. But Correct. What? Um Chris O'Dowd is that guy's name. Yeah. Her boyfriend. And let's just say you can cut him out of this movie. He has no place. But he has no place. I will say he's an absolute joy as an actor. I love him. Oh, he's, he's great funny. in Bridesmaids. I've seen a couple episodes of IT Crowd. Yep. And in Bridesmaids. <laughs> he's funny. I like him. But yeah, I mean, he, he's not essential to the plot. It shows I, that Jane is felt- trying to get back out there. It felt like it was just a, like he was friends with the director and he had a bit part or something like that. Probably. I mean, he could Which, have been. Do you even know who directed this? Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor. Who Not you might with remember man. from Thor The Dark World. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, Alan Taylor. He has oh. also directed, let me give you 41 things, but he's directed some really good like really high rating episodes of Game of Thrones he directed Terminator Genesis some Boardwalk Empire Mad Men Law and Order The Sopranos he's got a good background Lost he's got oh Sex and the City I'm not saying that that reflects on the quality of this film the main problem with this film is script yeah he Hasn't really done many movies. Which is surprising because the same screenwriters who did Infinity War and Endgame wrote this film. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I but believe that. I don't know. They must have brushed up their writing from now till oh, then. Yeah. But uh, 
And I don't mean that to be overly harsh. It's just I'm being critical of the writing in the film. Of course, but, of course. Um, where should we go from here? Kind of a... I want to say that I thought it was really neat. Like, really, really neat. Because in, in the Avengers, do you remember <clears throat> how there were those... When, when Thor and Loki were talking, there were those two crows uh, chilling there? Yeah. Or, wait, crow, yeah, they're ravens. Odin's, ravens. uh, yeah, Munin and... He... Yeah, Hugin and Munin. I don't know which one it was that was featured in this movie, but I really appreciated that that you saw the relationship mm-hmm. with them because that's part of Odin's like mythology. Right. Is he has these two ravens and it landed on it and that was just, I I appreciated that moment. It was my favorite even, moment of act 1, I think. They even have something like that in uh, uh Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, do Your they? raven is called Sunin. Oh, cool. And you use him to, like, scan the horizon and things like that, search for uh, valuables and whatever. Very neat. But please tell me you noted another Odin outburst. It is my birthright. Your birthright was to die as a child. Yeah, he's a very angry guy. Like, when you're not going along <laughs> with what he's saying, just... When just, he yells, he goes, Yeah! Like, dude... Relax a little bit, sir. You'll be going to the dungeon <laughs> or something like that. But the rest of your night. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a short one syllable word. He Just does it say twice it. in the movie here. He does it twice in this one. That's his character. He's I, consistent. I got a good kick out of that. He's consistent. Got to give him that. Anthony Hopkins doing the consistency. Oscar winning Anthony Hopkins here. Doing another go around at Odin. And this time he has a little more to do than just sleep in his bed. Yeah, he does. He he has a little bit more to do. I wonder how many days it took him to shoot that back in Thor. Right. All right. Just reuse. We're just going to get all the shots here. We're just going to get all the shots here for an hour. We'll get Anthony home um, because he's got a big day tomorrow of waking up. (laughs) So we're going to shoot that tomorrow. All right. That's a wrap. All right. Rap on Anthony. Anthony. Thank you. Anthony. Anthony, and we're done. He just lay there. Oh, yes. Perhaps. Somebody wake him up. He actually fell asleep. Perfect. He's (laughs) method. He went to the Odin sleep. He's a method actor. But. Odin method. I thought it was. was, uh, We're not there yet. Sorry. But. I. WandaVision redeemed Darcy for me. Yeah, she was. She annoyed the pit. She annoyed me in right Thor. In this movie. She annoyed me kind of in this one with in like, later on in Act Three with Mia Mia. Like, uh, so she didn't annoy but, me in Thor so much, but in this one, she really bugged me. She still does. Just in this one, hmm. not in Thor, as much. Like in this one, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I think. I think now that she had a more serious and more a better role in WandaVision, she actually contributed to the show. And it kind of redeems her character as a whole for me. Like her her humor kind of translates retroactively to this one. Mm-hmm. And it worked for me. There's a couple things that are like the meal meal, but other than that, I didn't mind her. Um You know who I could have done without is the Ian. intern. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the what? Like seriously, it's another like. Is he? 
Was he an intern on the set that they, hey, you, what do you do here? I'm an intern. Oh, oh cr- an intern. you know, we have an intern in the script. You want to be in the movie? Have you ever acted? Oh, sure. No. Great. <laughs> yeah, he no, didn't do yeah, much Yeah, he doesn't, contr- you never see the guy again. No. You never see the guy again. I mean, we do. J- never in any other movies. Yeah, in other films. Well, it was nope. a summer internship. Summer internship. Oh, okay. I was he like, well, why is he purpose. even there? Mm-mm. Oh, college credit. Yeah, college credit. And so what did you learn on your internship? Oh, boy. Uh, well. Gravity is a son of a bitch in the dark world. <laughs> let me tell you this. Well, I learned about the convergence. Oh, uh, what's that? You wouldn't understand. Which, okay, let's talk about the convergence. Like, okay, we get dropped right into the movie. You start out, and this might be up the director's alley a little bit with the Game of Thrones thing. Probably. It opens up like Lord of the Rings. With the, we get the kind of the monologue thing. Oh, with, yeah. With the exposition, with the, oh, with the last alliance of men. Not exactly, but the Asgardians, my, my father bore. Which is yeah. funny how Thor's grandfather's name is actually Bor. I thought you made a joke about that in our last Thor episode, but you actually meant Bor, like that's his grandfather. Mm-hmm. I did my research. And he was in this. I Wasn't didn't. he in a quick scene? He was at the beginning. And apparently or, I, I think it was in the beginning that. or a little later. But we got exposition moments at the beginning. Yeah. Lord of the Rings style going on. I see there's a couple of shots in the movie that kind of seem inspired by Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, ooh. We get a ring theory here, Spencer. Oh, yeah? Uh, in our opening battle scene with Thor, when he throws the hammer. Uh, when he throws the hammer and it cuts to the hammer flying and it stops in midair and f- starts flying backwards. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Remember that. Okay. Because it comes back again with a certain... Just I, remember that because it comes back later. It comes I, uh, back later in a pretty awesome moment yes. in phase three, but we'll talk about it. I also anyway. noticed, didn't he in a- Not in, a fan of the Sif-Thor thing. In the, oh, the love triangle? No. That was forced? Lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. But continue your thought. I'm, I apologize. The Didn't he make easy work of another really big monster character in Thor? Or am I just thinking of, like, The Rock, like, it's this big, uh, and he takes care of him pretty easy. Like, that's kind of a theme in all three Thor movies, really. We'll find out later. Yeah, oh, Ring Theory still going on. But I don't, did he in the first Thor? Like, I'm one of the ice remember. things, I thought. Like, he just kind of, yeah, here, crash. I haven't he seen Thor in. since we watched it last Me summer. Me neither. But uh, I think you're onto something there. I think so, I think so, you're too. onto something. But yeah, Sif and him didn't have, they didn't have chemistry in the last movie, and they don't have it in this movie. No, I, don't I like I her. I mean, they got the little banter, you got the Warriors 3 and all that, but. Fun fact. Is that? Zachary oh, Levi. Sorry, yep, Zachary Levi replaced the original actor. Yep. Who went on to do Once Upon a Time. And then Zachary Levi jumped ship and went to Literally. the DCEU. Yeah, Shazam. Which was a much better movie. Shazam is a great. much better movie, much better role for him. Yeah. I must say. I forgot he was in this and I'm watching. I mean, like, I, this one just looks Shazam. like he looks like he shaved a chipmunk and stuck it on his upper lip. Yeah, it was weird. 
Didn't the, the, it was just a weird thing the to mustache, see? Man. The prosthetic mustache, and uh, unless it was real, unless it was it real, in that been. case, I apologize, Zachary. But I'll you say can see it's a wig. His, he does not do blonde very well. No, I'll say his accent though is pretty good. I w- yeah. performance wise, he's not bad in this movie by any means. No, no, no. Like he's he's quite good. Uh, so uh, Malekith, the dark elves. These Malahu. Is it Keith? That's Malachi? how. You know, that's basically what you ask yourself because he's such a memorable villain. Right. He's not at all. I mean, he's kind of cool looking. He's a little he menacing. Sound, he, he looks and sounds like he came out of uh, Skyrim. Yeah, he's not. He's one of the Daedra. He's just there. <laughs> like he's really just came there. straight from the plains of oblivion. He's not good. I mean. Oh, very it's, generic. It's the it's the bad it's the trend in these films. Some of these yeah. films just have bad villains. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the ether, which we find out is something much more later. But oh, yes, the ether is this goo that possesses people and gives them power. Essentially, What's this icky paint like goo? Over, it's movie. <laughs> over like the reality. It gives you reality powers. You can, like, manipulate stuff. And the whole Ooh. plot is Malekith or Kith, Malekith, Malekith. It's Malekith. 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 He wants Milk, to Malk, whatever. rule all of the nine realms. And they're all lining up this year. It's once every 5,000 years. Yeah, and it's the 5,000th year yep, in this The film. nine realms. How convenient, right? How convenient. Yeah, very, very strange. But the ether can just go into anybody and then it just gives them power, whether they realize it, it or not. I, I don't, don't think, like a parasite? Ah, well, no. they call it a virus when Jane gets into. Well, because they don't know what that's it act is. Two. They don't really know what it is. It, it is like a virus. It reminds me of the virus of. You ever seen that movie, Osmosis Jones? Oh, yeah. I just watched yep. that last week again for the first time in like several, several years. Oh, the pimple scene, dude. Yuck. Oh, it's so gross. But the the virus in that movie is red. Mm-hmm. And he just wreaks havoc on Frank's body, Bill Murray. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, it's I, a virus qualities, I guess it has virus qualities. I mean... Well, yes, it it moves. It it uh, oh, uh, it moves. It moves a little bit. I don't know who I was doing there. I don't know either. I'm try- I was trying to I was, decipher. It. I I don't know. I don't know where that was going. But it <clears throat> it moves like a snake, like a liquidy goo, and it gives mm. you power. Malekith wants it to rule the nine realms that are aligning, creating portals. But Jane, I did. Let me say the visuals in this Jane's movie. Jane's addiction. Oh, there you go. There it is. The ether. It's ether this or ether that, and you can't have both. <laughs> ether or ether or yeah. I was just gonna. That was good. But Jane and Darcy and the intern Ian are. They go to this warehouse where these kids are like, check this out, and they're moving. Yeah. Like there's this floating truck, and this kid can just move it because gravity's all out of whack here. We find out it's because of the that? ether I don't manipulating know. reality. But there's like this portal, they drop stuff, and sometimes it come, it falls back through, and sometimes it gets like, which I'll say, why would he, even like knowing, 
knowing that it doesn't always come back if you drop something in this portal. Yep. Why would you throw yep. the car keys? Ian, you dumbass. That's well, why interns don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. He's well, why interns clearly. don't get paid. So if well, you're that's ever... going to get written up on his recommendation level letter. <laughs> right. Like, Drop the keys into sense. portal into other world. Didn't get them back. Can you explain this a little further? Yeah, he lacks common sense, sir. But, oh, wait a minute. That does come back later in the movie, though. Yeah, it does. The and only reason. Well, it's just to not show. important because even that's kind of stupid. It could have come back differently. But why would you don't throw the keys in something that may or may not come back? You need. No. Like, it's so dumb. That's like throwing your insulin in there when you're a diabetic. Right. Like, don't do that. Like, you're stupid. But I did like this scene overall. Just like the. Because I love a good. Like abandoned you play warehouse. Portal then, maybe. I love a good abandoned warehouse set. I really do. So when we get plenty of that in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, but I like it used like this a little better. Like that abandoned mm. warehouse. Well, what I really like besides abandoned warehouse scenes sets is when like a seemingly like normal area has like mystical value. Mystical, yeah. So, like, any movie or any scene where there's, like, this, you know, old village, like, kind run like down, Narnia, ghost town. Sure, yes, yes. And, like, it has that mixture. Like, the movie, you ever seen the movie? It's not a great movie, but the movie Bright with Will no. Smith. No. Oh, anyway, it's, like, this normal present day world, like, with cops and everything, but there's mythical creatures just in everyday life that are just accepted as the norm like an orc so is an officer but yeah stuff like that so like this you warehouse just made scene, evident your love for harry potter yeah you must have really liked fantastic beasts debatable. the first one not the sure. second one debatable regardless we'll talk about those uh in, we in might. due time i don't but, know if those count well but it's ongoing yeah but, this warehouse scene is yeah, I, I it's cool saying. it's cool I like it's it. cool. A little strange. It it, it it sets the stage for the act, the final act. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. But Jane gets the ether. Nip, yeah. And she becomes an infant. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It. We'll talk about that later, I guess. But um. Yeah. The um. Yeah, weird. The ether gets sucked right up her arm. Her arm knocks her out. Knocks her clean out. I, d what was the point? What's Eric's whole deal? What's the Eric Selvig deal? Why is he losing his mind and going crazy naked? Well, it's the residual after effects from the mind. What? Or, uh, nope, no. Uh, the residual after scepter. effects of the staff from uh, Avengers. Yeah, Loki's from scepter. From Avengers, which this is, uh, this also, like Iron Man 3, it's kind of, Got big consequences from the Avengers. Loki. I wonder yeah. how much this, how much time has passed since the Avengers. Is this immediately after? Because they immediately <laughs> go to Asgard after. It's uh, probably pretty immediate. The Avengers. A couple of so, days. We get Loki getting put in prison, getting yelled at by Odin again. There's a ring theory. Um. But um, yeah, Thor's off resolving the nine realms because the Bifrost was destroyed at the end of the first film which if the Bifrost 
by Frost mm. is destroyed, how is he able to get back and forth? Because isn't the Bifrost how they travel? They fixed it. So how? Which I might, I will say, the Bifrost is not as visually impressive as it was in Thor. No, it's because it's I will repaired. say that it's much better in Thor one. It's much more impressive because you got to make Oban with a bang. You do. Got to make it impressive. You're starting off the MCU in the mystical territory there, but the um. um Weird. I liked the rain thing. That was cool. That was neat. See, visually, this movie is up there. Like, a lot of cool yeah. visuals. If the story was oh, better... Oh, yeah. I can't wait till the great. second act, because that's where it really gets good. Yeah. Like, visually, this movie is very well done. Like, the the Dark Elves' ship is sweet looking. Mm-hmm. And... It reminds me, like... I was thinking sort of like Mass Effect slash Star Wars slash maybe Star Trek slash other every sci-fi thing you think of. I don't know. Yeah. but I mean, it's nothing special, but it's still cool. How, and it can go invisible, we find out. Mm-hmm. Malekith is like the didact for you Halo fans out there. Oh, sure, Halo. We all we all know we all love Halo. Joel would get it. But and Joel's Joel, Joel here, you say, oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I uh, just played... Uh, Halo 4, not the best, <laughs> but uh, I uh, I had a good time with it. Uh, I I still, Christian, I still have your 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 book, your myth, mythology book. I uh, I still haven't looked at it, but you still got my fucking Batman DVD, so I'm gonna need those back. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Halo Las Vegas, I thought was an interesting <laughs> take, interesting take on on that. Oh. That's where we'll we'll leave it. Which we'll leave I, it I, I I can't even play Halo multiplayer. I suck. <laughs> I suck. Halo multiplayer. I tried even it. When I tried. Here, I just can't here. fucking do it. Even when he's but, not uh, here, he's here. Oh, we we still gotta we gotta razz him a little bit. I Act One. I remember liking, but not. Now that I'm really looking back on it, it's not super exciting. It's kind of boring. It's, just, it's, it's weird. It's a little boring. Uh, that's the theme. <laughs> it, but it's fine. It sets up what it needs to set up. It's just kind Thor's of... Thor's grandpa would love it. Who, yeah. But it, it has these just... It, this this whole film is awkwardly edited, I feel. Whenever it cuts back oh. to Malekith, it's for like a... It shows him doing something real quick for like 30 Absolutely. seconds. And then we're back. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing mm-hmm. happened. It's like, oh, he wakes up. Also, yeah, Jane's problem. on a date. It's like, come on. What are we doing here? Are you going to set up the villain or are you not? Because if you're right. not, well, don't waste my time. Well, they set him up at the beginning. Yeah, they I set him up trying, there. They kind of set him up in a way like Sauron. Yeah, they, the yes. They do, don't they? Yeah. Except Sauron's way better as a villain than... Yeah. <laughs> Sauron's got the the weight of Lord of the Rings behind him. He also has three movies that are like five hours each, so... Yeah. 15 hours... Well, he's not even in the movies. This is I. Right, but still, that's more development than what we got from Malekith and the Dark Elves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the dark, this is a problem with the whole whole movie is just the way it sets up the villain and the Dark Elves in general. The setup is fine. How they develop them the after setup's the setup okay, is... but how they follow it up, yeah. How they build on it is not ideal. And let me just say, I... Don't get me wrong. I love a good romantic storyline. But I feel like for the first couple Thors, 
it's been too focused on that. Like Thor is this mighty, like, let's see some action fighting. And we do get that, but they really like to hammer home Jane. He and Jane. Ah, hammer. And, ah, I didn't realize that. But I, it's fine, but I just, they're trying to make it like a romantic action well, movie. I guess they're trying to go in a, some in some respects the old classic romantic era, where like Indiana Jones, where there's always the the woman that he falls in love with, 007, that sort of thing. There's always the romance involved. Not well, one because it follows that trope, but also because it brings in audiences. Yeah, women and men too are interested in romance, in watching that sort of thing. Some people are driven away from it because they don't like the actress in that role. But which it's still weird to think Natalie Portman is in Thor. Like, yeah, well, she's in the MCU in general. I mean, right, we know that right. she's, you know. And I don't like how she keeps popping in and out of these movies. She does feel like she's just kind of there. In the last one, she was there purely as like a love interest, and she like right. discovered well, him. Well, she has value. She does. And but she in this knows, one, it's like, like all right. We have to well, really get, make her worthwhile. Oh, right. Get her to Asgard, but why? What's the point? Thor's not going to just bring her. That's too cheesy today. Meet the family. Uh uh-uh, uh, but well, what if she gets the ether stuck inside of her and she has to go? To, and it's very, it's also really convenient that in the beginning, it's like ether, it's like, hey, bury it somewhere where nobody will ever find it. And it just happens to be oh, Earth. Oh, I found it. It happens to be <laughs> Earth. Like for the plot, yeah, but. They should have well Send maybe it they could somewhere else in space okay. like on a the comet. setup of that the setup of that for me is okay because they didn't expect for it to be they thought it would be lost to time because they put it somewhere where no nobody can find it we don't know where it is nobody knows where it is because it it was lost to time it's somewhere where Bohr put it the Asgardians hit it somewhere five thousand years ago so we didn't expect a pa- a portal to open up. To it, and for some uh, mortal named Jane, who Foster, happens to be to connected to Thor, who and, happens to be Asgardian, her, she did not stick her arm in it, did she? I think so. She reached for it, uh, or it sucked. I don't know, but I imagine that phone call. Hey, picked hi. her up and shook her like a doll. <laughs> no, but imagine the phone call. Hey, yeah, hi. Uh, remember, like five thousand years ago, and we said, "Hey, bury the ether where nobody will ever find it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they found it. <laughs> Who? Like an Asgardian or somebody like high? Like, d- did they deserve it? Like, it, did they search for it? No, um, some kids actually found it. And then some woman happened to stumble upon it, quite literally. Uh, but she's in Asgard now. And it's in her, like a virus. So, good job there, Grandpa. Where, where did they, where did they, I told them to put it on like a, a, a like a comet or something that's going to be like Pluto. Yeah, no, Earth. Earth. Oh, Midgard? They put it on Midgard? That's like one of the most highly populated planets. Why would they put it there? Of course. Then where did they put it? Where did they put it? In a school? No, an abandoned warehouse. Oh, of course they're going to put it in an abandoned warehouse where if one thing goes a little wacky, it's going to be noticed right there because nothing ever happens there. That's real smart. Good job, Boar. Like, yeah, let's put it on Midgard. Oh, man. 
They should have hit it in a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Somewhere where there's weird activity already. So, <laughs> no. Like NASA, where they're doing gravity training. They should have hit it in the Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> Nobody ever. <laughs> no, you know where they should have put it? In the theater playing Twilight. They, ought, they should have put it in Joel's Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Joel could be the ether. He could be the eth hole. <laughs> Joel, you're such an eth hole. Yeah, you eth hole. He's going to be like, uh, what? He has no idea. <laughs> he has no idea. Can I finish? <laughs> he's a funny guy. He's a mushroom because he's a fun guy. He's a... <laughs> I will never not use that joke when I can. I love that. I'm a dad. I have to. I love a, that. It's in the contract. But that's... Uh, I'm so excited for the rest of, okay. of the MCU. Because I almost oh. said something about a movie that's in phase three, but it, it reminded me of a scene from this movie, Man. which involves, a, I don't know, a lot of mystic mystic arts going on in Ooh, Asgard. Yeah. A lot of training. And like you said, the whole the whole forced setup of Sif and Thor and Odin saying, why don't you look at what's right in front of you? Well, I am, and uh, not, not interested. I'm not impressed. Not interested. It's also super I mean, impressed. Convenient. He is impressed. He's, he, Sif's got great skill, but their, their chemistry just is not there for me, and mm -hmm. it was awful in the first one. So I'm glad they didn't really do much with it. No, right? But it still, it seems shoved in. Yeah, that's what she said. Hey, like the Christmas tree in the office. That Hogan guy. Is it Hogan, Hogan. or Shogun? Hogan. The, Hogan. Uh, the, the Hogan. Japanese. Yeah, Hogan. Is that the guy? Is he from Mortal Kombat? I Does he don't play know. Raiden? But. He, he what's his plot line? Like, it seemed like he wasn't available to shoot, so they're like, hey, we've already kind of started, so we just have to write you out. Oh, hey, your planet, your realm is getting attacked, and you decide to stay there. Great. Right. Right. Um, let's right. see. Let's see if he is. And let's see if I got his name yeah, right. I He reminded me of the guy that played Raiden. Oh, Raiden. In... Uh, the new Mortal Kombat. He Mortal Kombat plays Lord Raiden. Yes. I knew it. I Look knew at it. You go. I knew it. Look at you go, you little... He gives a better performance in these films, though. Yeah, what little screen time he has. The guy that played Malekith, I feel like... Oh, he hated this movie. Well... Did you know that? No, but it makes he sense. He hated making this movie. I've Let never Let me look it up him. real quick. He, it's like they just got an actor that nobody really knows. It's like, hey... You're going to be this generic bad guy. Is that cool? And he's just Malekith, like, whatever. Malekith, uh, Thor, actor. Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston. I'm probably screwing that up. Yeah, um, probably. Oh, this was from two weeks ago. Oh. It's a little more harsh than I remembered it to be. Read it, and then we'll go to Act 2. Oh, speaking of, Mickey Rourke kind of crapped on the MCU, too. Because on Instagram, he was he was talking about 
He was praising Law and Order Special Victims Unit and the actors like Mariska Hardigay and I forget the other guy, Christopher Maloney. And he said, respect to all you, the work that you do, you all do is real acting, not like that crap that all on, not like that crap that all on Marvel shit. I think that's a typo in the article. Not, I, it might be from his Instagram. But Except I, the acting in Marvel is really good, so whatever. Uh, well, it's not bad in... Uh, it's not bad in um, Special Victim blah, 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 Special Victims Unit either. I'm I'm not saying it is, but for him to... Oh. Just, like, why? Just to be controversial, you say something like that? I don't know why he had to say that, especially since he's in the second Iron Man movie. <laughs> and he gives one of the most all-time... Yeah, know. talk about bad act. Okay, you, that, that's on you. No. <laughs> Everybody else was fine. There, so Mickey. it says here, this is the part of the article where it says, not every act, uh, he's not the first actor to criticize the MCU. Well, Christopher Eccleston, who played Mal- Malekith in Thor The Dark World, said his experience working on the film was a nightmare. Working on something like G.I. Joe was horrendous, Eccleston told The Guardian in 2018. I just wanted to cut my throat every day. Wow. And Thor, and Thor, just a gun in your mouth. In an interview on BBC Radio 2, Eccleston said Marvel was dishonest, quote, quote, unquote, dishonest with him about the amount of makeup that was required to play the evil leader of the Dark Elves. So it sounds like he was not pleased with the, with the makeup going on. Well, you're signing up to play an elf. Like, what do you think? Get over yourself. He's like, so is this gonna be like a legless kind of deal? Smack a little, smack a little powder on my face, put some little ears on, and we're good. What a tool! Uh, I'm glad no, you know what, honestly, we got some assless chaps for you, and we got, we're gonna make you look like a powdered donut, and we got, we got to braid your hair too. So we got to dye it. We got to bleach your hair. So you know like what, Maddie, we got to shower and bleach. After hearing that, he didn't deserve a, to be a good villain. I'm glad his villain sucked. Because he sucks. There, I said Well, he's it. good in other stuff, yeah, I I bet. said what I said. Oh, you did. You sure did. And with that, uh, Act thank two? you for tuning into the newest episode of Seek... No. <laughs> we got a couple acts to go here. But yeah, it was a little boring first act. It, it's just kind of the formative setting the yeah. stage. So... And I, I don't know if Thor even, you know, he's back in action. Kind of. He returned Loki. He saved Earth. And I do like how they reference... Um, I like how they do reference the other movies, like continuing the continuity in that sense. Yeah. See, the phase two, maybe it has, you know, the, the worst... One of the worst MCU movies. But phase two is when... Like, the MCU really finds its stride, it's though. Like, they're yeah. in it... Everybody's in their characters now. I'm eh, we Thor, he's not quite the Thor that we know yet. But he's much better. Got the regular eyebrows. He looks great. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of getting into their characters and Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. His eyebrows are normal. They're so. my character spotlight, Thor's eyebrows. Ladies and gentlemen, Thoriel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the meme. Yeah, that was that's good. The famous like Thoriel meme. That's I love good. it. Yeah. Yeah. They get into Asgard. Yes. And that's the end of Act One, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, We have to do that again. 
Okay, well, maybe, because I'm going to have to take you back to Earth, so... When we go back to Earth, we'll do it again, but for now we have to get you to the nurses, because we don't know what's wrong with you, Jane. We don't know what's wrong with you. Come with me. Do not go into the palace, because my father does not like you. (laughs) Because you're a Hume. Well, I think this is a really nice place. Yeah, well... You're immortal. You're immortal. Yeah, but Thor... You're you? trying to get me into this arranged marriage sort of deal, and I'm not, I'm not happy with it. Not at all. But, but, but Thor, you bleed. Yeah? Well, but I'm, you're a mortal. I'm, listen, if you don't want to be here, I can take you right back to Earth and let you get ripped apart by this whatever it is inside of you. Do you want that, Jane? Didn't think so. Because that, alright, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, just like this movie doesn't really know what it's doing. Well, this also kind of sets the, it lays the stage for the the bonding between the mother-son relationship. Yes, which and the brother-brother incredi- relationship. incredibly important in this film and down the road for both Loki and Thor. As well as the other characters in this film who, who we met in the last film but continue on this film and I'm going in circles so why don't you take us in act two all right We will fight! To the last Asgardian breath. To the last drop of Asgardian blood. And how are you different from Malekith? <laughs> the difference, my son, is that I will win. Act two. <clears throat> Jane is discovered to have the ether. Although, <laughs> when I was typing this, it, <laughs> what it auto-corrected it to Arthur. Jane has some guy named Arthur inside of her, and she, <laughs> he's literally I'm, be my mind like went to Arthur the Aardvark, he, the fist. He, he ate him. So she, he's. Little Arthur is inside of her. Little baby Arthur is inside of her, and she meets Odin, who gives oh, another no. history lesson about the Dark Elves and worlds. Malekith and his right-hand man, Algrim, talk strategy, to which Algrim Algorithm. says he'll sacrifice himself to be the cursed. Cursed with a K. It's a title. So he, Must be for he becomes cursed, I guess, and uh, become, uh, he's uh, terrifying. He sneaks into Asgard under the guise of a prisoner and becomes this super scary demon elf and breaks everyone except Loki out of their cells. Jane goes with Frigga and Odin and company go to fight the elves that have now infiltrated even with the efforts of Heimdall. Arthur. 
<laughs> They've infiltrated with their ships, even though Heimdall tries to stop him. He gets one ship and then looks and is like, oh, there's others. All right. Malekith gets to Frigga and Jane, but Jane is an illusion because Frigga's a witch. And then she fights and has a badass fight scene, holds her own, but then she gets stabbed and killed after a valiant effort. Thor is too late. Frigga gets a Viking funeral. Eric is going on about the Nine Realms back at this old folks' mental hospital, and it looks like it's for a class, like he's teaching a class, but it's really for old people in this, this home. Stan Lee cameos as an elderly and wants his shoe back. Thor and the warriors create this elaborate, elaborate plan to get off Asgard to take Jane to the Dark World for some reason. He breaks out Loki because he has a secret way out of Asgard. They get to the Dark World and Jane is in a rough shape. She's dying, this virus. Darcy and Ian get Eric out of the institution. Darcy, Ian, and Eric see some birds go through a portal and Eric is psyched because he called it. Loki, Thor, and Jane are in Dark World where they see the elves. Thor releases Loki who immediately betrays him with quotes cuts his hand off and hands Jane over to Malekith who gets the ether out of her and then Loki and Thor reveal that it was all an act. The elves fight Thor and Loki and yada yada and Loki gets stabbed by the demon elf but Loki <laughs> slips a galaxy vacuum grenade on him and then dies in Thor's arms. That's two family members in one day. That's tough, bro. And before I, before I, we go on, tonight's Stan Lee cameo spotlight. <clears throat> Try to follow me on this one. It's... Follow me. Old fella wanting his shoe back in the old folks' home. This man is more significant to the story than we thought. He had run-ins with the Avengers and Thor specifically several times. His name is Nathan Richards, and he was once part of a group called the Timekeepers, who were in charge of keeping track of timelines and keeping the flow going. Richard was tasked with monitoring the Avengers and making sure they didn't screw up time as new space dimensions and infinity stones were being discovered. He had to find a way to get closer to Thor, given he had access to the interdimensional travel. He took up the name Immortus and began letting his various time-traveling adventures get to him. He became mentally unstable and wound up in the same place as Eric Selvig. Upon hearing his lecture about dimensions and realms, it sparked his interest and he realized Thor was more accessible than ever as long as he stayed close to Eric Selvig. One day he overheard a conversation about the stones and mind control and he remembered a warning the timekeepers told him about not letting time warpers be created. Don't let them fulfill their vision, they said. At the time, he had no idea what they were talking about, having been on Earth for so long and his mind slowly getting overwhelmed. Now, with new life, he set out to find the stones himself. Along the way, he did encounter one that gave the power of conception. He found it and started his research. His studies took him all the way to Sokovia, where he met a couple trying but failing to conceive children. He decided to defy the timekeeper's wishes of preventing anomalies, and he helped the couple. They later gave birth to twins. Immortus didn't know the path he set up, because soon it would be revealed that these twins were not ordinary. They were, in fact, miraculous, and they fell into the wrong hands. The world as we knew it would be in danger. Enter the Age of Miracles. Alrighty then. Did you follow? Mm, 
you didn't. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Again, in case you haven't noticed, my Stanley cameo spotlights, I try to pluck from just the deepest no, I love realms that. Of, of Marvel lore. You did lore. that last year. I did, because if I just made him somebody common, then it's boring. Right. No, Sam Johnson. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah, so act two. Before we go forward, you yep. uh, we learn about Frigga. It, uh, knowing what we know now, she's a witch. Yes. Is she? I mean, she... I don't know what kind of witch she is. I don't, I don't know. Not, I don't know witches. I don't know witches either. But and, you know who does? J.B. Smoove. Yeah, witches get <laughs> stitches, though. Wait, who? What? That's a witch. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> that... Witches... When we get to that, that you know what it is, which is true, which is real. <laughs> it's funny. <But clears throat> so I'm telling you, man, just, witches. Let me just say, the cursed elf is freaking horrifying. Maybe when he gets transformed into one, but yes. other after that, I'm. It's just your run of the mill, like demented villain. Yeah, but he's scary villain. Like, he's something out of a horror movie. Like, every time it showed him, I was like, Ooh. he's a better villain as a side villain than Malekith mm. is as a main villain. But Yeah, I, I was wondering if, because he has such a look about him, like, with the helmet. Yeah. Like, it seemed like it was an important thing. I was yeah, wondering, okay, is this a guy from the comics? Probably. Is this a villain that's from the comics in some sense? Probably. All these characters. I, I don't know are. if Malekith is, but I didn't look it up. I didn't look um, any of that up. Algrim is Algrim. I mean, he's, he's not curse. algorithm. No, he's just he's curse is his character. He's like just curse cursed. is his. So for like hardcore comic book people, that was probably like a oh yeah. See that that's him. I don't know if you can see it. Okay. From the comics. Okay. So yeah. So he is that a character. That was the callback. That was the callback. Yeah, I thought he was scary. Okay. So apparently he can just open up the prisons with his hands, bare hands, after he becomes cursed. Well, he has powers from that stone that he broke. Was that a piece of the ether? I think it had ether energy in it, like a mini amount, okay. minuscule. Okay. And they. I mean, I think it. that's what it is. So they're running short on the ether energy. So they're like, this is mm -hmm. valuable, dude. Don't don't fuck it up. Yeah, here. Take this with you. Don't go alone. Don't go alone. Take this. <laughs> you got the ether rock. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous <laughs> to go alone. Thank <laughs> 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 you. He turned into Batman. He turned into. Listen, I don't. I'm not in these films. Oh wait, wait. Oh. Yes, I am. Oh. But we'll not talk about me. We're not oh, talking not about yet. me. I'm excited about that. But I'm excited too. We'll get there. I wonder who he's gonna. Oh, well, then we know who he's playing. But yeah. Anyway, no. What do we think? Apparently Heimdall can just use his sword and take down an entire ship. Which yeah. I thought was a little silly. A little yeah. silly. He's got how, some with power. how big that ship was. And like what is its hull made out of freaking paper? Mache? I think like so. <laughs> 
Because he cut through that and it was like instant explosion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, all right, he dusts his hands off. I did it. Oh, shit. Send the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah I, I, I... Like, Malik isn't on, even that ahead. powerful. Like, he's kind of a weak villain in general. Like, yeah, they get into Kinda. Asgard and then... Nothing really happens. He's just right? an, he's the leader of the Dark Elves, but he doesn't have any special abilities that we know of. Not I'm without the head of. No. But no. I mean, I guess he fights. He's got some. He's I don't got know. fighting skill. Friga stabs people in the back. No, that jerk. was curse. Oh yeah, that was he curse. distracted and and then the curse got her. But I'll just say and you get the 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 t- go ahead. Just say I. I thought Frigga really gets her five minutes of fame here because her fighting style, like, she's cool. Like, she would have won. She is. Like, yeah. Oh, and that... Makes you wish we'd gotten more of her. Everything about her and her relationships with her sons... Yeah. ...are rushed. Yes. Everything about her in this movie is rushed. Yes. With Loki, you get a nice touching scene in his cell with her. Yep. You get... I don't even think you get a well a tiny moment between her and Thor. I think. Yeah, like when she or dies. Am I confusing like, no. that with another movie? Hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's just even her death was rushed. Yeah, there was no like last her death words was moment. Rushed. She was just there. It was, wasn't it? And it was just it was. She says, "I'll never tell me where the ether is. I'll never tell you." I know, I know you'd say that, or something, whatever Malekith says, and then Curse stabs her in the back, Thor does his, no, like he always does, um, at the last minute. This He's always late to yeah, these yes, things, he? and this he never act, goes for the head. This Right. This act also sets up the, like, that illusion thing. You know, ah, the, right, right, so that, that is a that good foreshadow. Back. That is a yeah. nice foreshadow, though. That's that is why I think that oh good thing you pointed that out I didn't notice that that why her and Loki are so close because they're both have that illusion power it's that is it yeah I think Loki was a mama's boy growing oh, up oh he was whereas Odin was preoccupied with Thor and you yeah the get tree that the in king the first movie yeah um well it's because can Loki he can make other th- things an illusion too or is it oh yeah like she yep. can illusion other people and he can illusion himself duplicate mm-hmm. himself well, he can illusion other people too yeah because that comes back doesn't it yeah but only because with a hand we see when he lets when he releases loki when yeah Thor that's releases in this act, him, they're doing so the little walk it. and talk and he turns into cap yeah that was, which was fun. a fantastic cameo oh this is much better whoa Costume's a bit much. So tight. But the confidence. I can feel the righteousness surging. Hey, want to have a rousing discussion about truth, honor, patriotism? I, I forgot. I thought that was a deleted scene. Mm-mm. But no, like he's in here and like it's actually him. Like they got him for like an hour that day. Like, yeah. hey, can you, you want to come here and just kind of have fun? And he's like, yeah. There's an article just recently from Comic or Screen Rant about that. It was published four days ago by Rachel Labonte. Tom Hiddleston praises Chris Evans' impression of Loki. What did he have to say? What did he have to say? 
I don't know. Okay. So, naturally, he had to reminisce about Thor the Dark World's Loki slash Cap mix-up, which also saw Hiddleston briefly don the star-spangled suit for a screen test. Oof. Yeah, that would not look good. Of that moment, he recalled, That was a very strange and surreal moment, nevertheless enjoyable. So I got to feel whatever the feeling of wearing that suit is, which is definitely a moment, he continued. Then they played that footage to Chris, and he did his best impression of me doing an impression of him, and he does it brilliantly brilliantly so that's yeah. cool yeah he that's definitely cool. has fun in his brief cameo mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. this is super creepy so the point was he also changed uh thor into like a guard or a pretty woman so oh yeah yeah he changed Wasn't her there... into uh, uh julia roberts <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, wasn't there like more like an extended scene where he turned into a couple other people? Yeah. In this movie? Yeah. Like, is there a deleted scene? Mm, I don't know about any deleted scenes. Okay. Maybe he turns into Cap in another movie, but it was deleted. I don't know. But really cool there. I, that was, that was a really Really high moment of the, uh, high point of the, uh, the movie. Yeah. Another high point of this act. <clears throat> was I really liked the the funeral scene? Oh yeah, and you but get even some that was heavy. A rushed. It was a little rushed, but it was still the music was really pretty. It was really nice, really good score from Brian Tyler Tyler there, who did who also did Iron Man three by the way. Oh okay, he did the previous movie, Brian Tyler. Really really nice music there. Beautiful sequence with the lights being lifted up into the sky. Yeah. Uh, in the in the boat going over the edge of Asgard's realm. Yeah. Um, very Star Warsy, I thought. Padme, Padme's mm. death, a very bit. Padme's deathy, a little bit. Yeah. Even with the flames too, it was looked. Well, they do the side shot with the flames, and it looked like Vader mm-hmm. on the funeral pyre. It looked like yep. Obi or Qui Gon on the funeral pyre. But. Beautiful sequence, only to be. And this is a really bad decision on on the editing on the editing side of things. Let's go from a really moving sequence to Selvig acting like a crackpot oh, in in the crazy home or whatever or the prison. That was a bad choice. Bad choice. They needed to ease out. They needed to ease out of that scene. Yes, I agree. With with her being, uh, what? Like, what give the, her a moment. Give her a moment because she's supposed to be important. Finally, supposed we have a, a moment where we don't have to rush. We can, we can. She's an important person in these people's lives, and from then on, what they should have done was cut to maybe Thor with Jane, and then. Thor's Warriors 3 show up, or the two that are in Asgard. Or no, uh, we could have had the, the Asian Raiden show up. We should write this movie. And he could have been at the funeral. We should have written been this at the movie. Funeral. Yeah. But yeah, they should have showed up, and this would have set up for later when the Th- Warriors 3 come up with Thor with this plan to get 
uh, Jane into the dark world to lure Malekith there. Question about this. That. Hold hold your thought. Yeah. Right after the funeral, to ease it to ease it out of the heavy drama, have the warriors three come up to Thor, kind of console him with Jane, and then Jane gets to see like this connection that he has with these people, and then say, "We're with you, Thor. We're with you, and you have our support." And then you have a little joke or two, like you have you have that moment to to it's like it's like your plot chart. You have the downward moment from that emotional climax, and then you can have a slight joke at the end. Thor's in like he's out of this heavy this heavy moment. He's making a joke with a friend. Then you can cut to Eric doing his little yeah. funny thing. That should have been what's what happened. Which I'll say, I liked that bit with Eric. I thought that oh, was yeah. funny. Yeah, it was funny. I, I knew what was coming. I didn't remember that scene, but just the way they were shooting it, not showing who he was talking to, I knew, but it was still funny. It still worked right. for me. Mm-hmm. And then, you Can know, I have my shoe back? The Stanley. I mean, yeah, that was a fun cameo. <laughs> I had a... <laughs> who steals a shoe? Honestly. Honestly. That really hurt. And then they were... They were picking up all, you know, oh, oh, we got to get Ian in here. Ian has to pretend to be Selvig's son, which it would have been funny if Ian was played by his actual son. Alexander? The doctor from, yeah, yeah. Hey. That would have been funny. Couple Austin Powers references here. You know what I was waiting for when they, when uh, that, I, he kept, when that officer kept handing over Eric's yes. belongings. I kept yes. waiting for one Swedish-made penis enlarger. Yes, yes, yes. And then yes. Eric I was like, literally oh, yes, just that about is mine. to make that same joke. Yep. <laughs> because he's I Swedish. Oh, he is! The man. actor. If it wasn't PG-13, well, if it wasn't oh, MCU kind of made for kids. That know. would have been so funny, though. In a deleted scene. Come uh, on. Eric, what, what's this? Oh, that's that's nothing. That's mm. not my bag, baby. <laughs> All right, hang on a sec. Okay, sorry. Hanging Miles on. isn't feeling great. He's, I think he's developing some allergies, so he's really stuffy. Oh, so we woke up, but um, I'm sorry about that. No, he's. I mean, he has a cough. It sucks, but poor kid. Um, where are we? Oh, uh, I don't know where oh, this Selvig fits and in. The penis pump. Yes. Yeah, penis pump. Uh, I don't know where this fits, but. Um, after the death, I think Thor is talking to Odin, and he's talking about how why are you any different than them or something. And I wrote down this is a typical politician answer from Odin. Um, I'm different because I'll win. Oh, and I'm just like, yeah, way to dodge that question. So don't forget how are about the laugh. The what? Don't forget about the laugh. The laugh. Anthony Hopkins laugh. His, <laughs> but that's the difference because I'll win, or whatever. He does this silly like chuckle. It's very oh oh goofy. yeah 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 yeah. Like, it, dude, made, it made me laugh. That's such a weird. It like, left me satisfied and smiling. <laughs> that's what she said. That's it's... what she said. <laughs> um. But what? It just it, it like that. He's such a politician. Like, well, uh, well yeah. as you know, my opponent is he well they go and start war well they don't they they go to other planets other realms but you're not 
and, and and they wreak havoc on them because of some uh, uh, disagreements. But um, uh, we we well, uh, no, Odin, what, isn't it true that you guys started the war five thousand years ago? Yes, and and isn't it true that you went to another realm to do that? Yes, but I'm different. Why are you different? Well, I think the answer is obvious, Senator. Um, they lost. They're losers. I'm different because, and write this down, I'll win. How are you so sure that you're going to win, though, Odin? <laughs> um, next question. Okay, and that's all the time and we to have. to that, Thank I you. would say, well, you sure as shit didn't win in the last movie. No. You were asleep no. the whole damn time. Uh, so Odin, are you are you telling us you're you're gonna be you're gonna win because you're much more refreshed and uh, uh, you have your energy back from your nap in the in the last uh, film? Yes, and I had some uh, some fava beans with a nice Chianti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, still hanging on that one. Uh, Maurice, forced... would you like some brain for dinner? <laughs> I'm having an old friend of for dinner. I, I watched that scene the other last week or two He's ago. Great. He's great. creepy. Um, feeds little the guy's jealousy displayed yeah, with uh, Sif. She sees Jane and is just immediately mad at her. It's and like that's like the last time you there. see her. It is, isn't it? She doesn't Kinda. really do much after that. I and all the warriors three are here to do is jump around, battle, laugh, and act like they're confident and cool and make jokes. I will say though. Except in the end scene. End I scene, do but. like when, you know, when, okay, so. There are, they do quick, have serious moments, to be Alf, fair. The dark elves come in. They Elves in this movie? <laughs> yeah, the dark elves. They get, they fight, they kill free, they leave. Um, and then Thor's like, well, shoot, I need to get off the Asgard because Heimdall is now going to be wanted for, like, treason or something if he helps i don't anyway well, his whole shtick is that he's going against you it's going against oh, odin yeah because yeah. odin just wants to play safe lock everything down yeah or let them attack he's playing he's doing the old trick that a certain someone does in a few movies from now which is we have the upper hand he's coming to us oh yeah We'll yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, but that's I do, his game plan. But Thor I like, wants to take the hammer to to Malekith. But mm -hmm. say what you were going to say. I like how when they break Loki out. Hold mm -hmm. on. <gasps> also, Loki's Loki reaction to when Frigga gets killed. Yeah. Was great. Yes. Yes. How he everything in the room. Yeah, and then he's he's kind of a mess. He does that illusion thing. And I was confused because I didn't remember that part. When Thor went to talk to Loki, I was like, wait, shouldn't he be? I remember in the trailers, like he, he was his like hair was like messed up and he was on the floor. Well, he is. He was doing that illusion thing to make himself That was better, the but. scene that made me th realize Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Yeah, he's like, great. Perfect, perfect casting. However bad the movie Once is, again. he's great consistently. Right. But Not so much in Skull Island. When Jane sees him, she slaps him and is like, this is for New York, which is fun. And then doesn't she slap him again and say, this is for... 
I don't what? think she slaps him again. I don't remember. Okay. But I know that all the other warriors three walk up to him and say, if you kill him, if you betray yeah. him. That's what I like. Oh, there's a cue forming up or there's a line. Like, apparently. I'll, I'll kill you. And then, it, you know, if you do anything, you'll kill me. Yeah, there, there must be a line or something. I, I liked how each one had their own interaction with him, but it was like the same. Right. Because he's betrayed him before and yeah. I, I appreciated that. and There um, is a nice parallel with Loki and Thor. I mean, there, it was there in the first movie. They both want to be kings. But Thor is doing it... Well, it's his birthright being Odinson. Mm-hmm. And Loki is also born to the throne of Jotunheim. But he's trying to seize it yes. through force. He's trying to make enslave and force himself over others which was a theme earlier in the movie, but kind of a similar thing between Thor and Loki is that they're both wanting to be kings, but in different ways. But I, you had an original point that you wanted to mention. An, uh, I'm sorry we I got don't sidetracked. Know, but here's my new one, if, I, if it, this wasn't the original. I love the dynamic and the chemistry that Thor and Loki have in this movie. Oh, yeah. And how they build on that later on in the MCU, mm. but this really mm-hmm. sets them up like okay their brother yeah loki can't really be trusted but they he kind of can and you know there's they do there's a wonderful they, line that it is this brotherly love and they do work together uh, mm-hmm. they get it done like you think uh loki betrayed him um but it, everything was so like on the nose with him and over the top when he's like, yeah, she didn't mean anything to me. Where it's like, if you're paying it, you realize this is an yeah. act. But for a second, I was like, is this is an act. Is he being serious? And they, they, this is a theme that comes back in there in Ragnarok also. The whole like act thing. You know, they... Mm-hmm. They really play on that really well and set that up for the future, but they set up that they do care about each other because they're brothers, even if they're adopted, they're still brothers. And Loki does want to help him. But that whole scene, why do they go to the dark world? They go to the dark world to get Malekith there and away from everybody? Apparently, his portal, Loki's secret portal, leads to the dark world for some reason. Uh, Plot convenience, yeah. But... I don't, they go there to get, they go there to lure Malekith and the goon squad away from Asgard. Okay, that makes sense. That's why they go there. Yeah, so Malekith. Because they don't want to destroy Asgard with the battle that would happen if they confronted him there. So Malekith does get the ether out of Jane. Mm -hmm. And he gets it. Sorry, he gets it. I remember Loki, that scene from the trailer. They do their her floating their in act. the sky and yeah, yeah. And then Loki dies, or so we thought. But yeah, he dies. Thor's like, "Well, shit. That's the that's come Dude, on, Jane. We gotta I go." Noticed. Yeah, what'd you notice? That. And then I got another thing. You noticed it. Too? Notice what? The similarities between. Well, Loki dies a number of times in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> As we just read in the article in Infinity yeah. War and such, so and such. But remember the cinematography and the similarity between this death scene and one in Phase 3. The one in Phase 3. I'll remember. Because it's... I'm going to pull a Tobey Maguire. They're a little similar. 
from okay. Iron Man 3. All right. Iron Man 3. I mean, Spider-Man 3. I was going to say, I don't it think It looks a that. little, and he pulls at his collar, similar. Yeah. Ah, that's a, that's a particular line. It might, yeah, what's it's the not suit very I'll have to re- re-listen to our episode there. Um, when he calls out Brock at the Daily Bugle. Oh, yeah, 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 Brock. yeah, yeah. It looks a little similar. Yes. Yep. Oh, man, that douche. I... <laughs> This this whole movie is just based on these, oh, convenient plot points. Oh, the ether's on Earth. Jane's on Earth. <laughs> she just happens to find it. Jane oh. is connected to Thor. So now he has to take her to Asgard. That gets the dark elves there. How do we get off Asgard? Oh, Loki happens to have a secret way out that we never knew about. Let's break him right. out of jail. That'll get him right. back out so he's useful. They get there. Oh! And then, how do we get back to Earth? Oh, watch oh, this. Oh, we, we just go conveniently this, walk. Yeah. We just go in this 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 cave. And oh, here's yep. the keys that fell in that portal and that can yeah. that I threw in that yep. warehouse. And then we just walk out and we're in yep. Earth? Right. Like, come on. At least and try. And Thor's hammer? Like, at least Did try. he have his hammer? I think so. Well, why did they get in the car then? Um, because they wanted to give it back to Darcy, probably, because it's her car. They well, found the keys. Just fly that, to her apartment and you say, hey, we found the keys. That would have been more funny. Well, it, yeah, but this, this whole thing is dumb. Like, this is probably the dumbest part of the movie when, oh, and they, they don't say anything. They into a cave. Yeah. And then they walk out and, and they're in Earth. They're on Earth. Like, they don't oh. even make a big deal of that. Like, oh, where does this lead to? Is it? Cash. Oh, okay. Well, oh, here's the car. Let's get in and uh, we'll oh. we'll go. Come hmm. on. What do you mean? Let's go. You were just oh. in the dark world and now you're here on Earth because you walked in a cave. How convenient that Palpatine has a vault on the Death Star. Somehow, Palpatine has returned. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, we're back on Earth. Okay. Like, explain that's, that's it. Pretty funny that meme. Like of all but. the realms, it just happens to go to Midgard. Is there a portal? Right. On, is there uh, a question, though? Is there some sort of portal on every realm that leads to each realm? That's I don't know. Interesting. Probably thing. freaking not because that's stupid. <laughs> anyway, stupid, that dumb, bugged me. But idiot. The whole scene with even the fight scene, this fight scene on Dark World, which if you're going to name the sequel Thor, the Dark World. Maybe involve the dark world more than 10 minutes. And I, honestly, it really was the dark world because when I was watching it on the big screen, it was dark because of the Dolby Vision, <laughs> the HDR Dolby Vision. It was really Why dark. Why does it do that? <clears throat> Excuse um, me. Why does it do it's that? It's supposed, I mean, if you have the brightness up, it looks, if you have good contrast, it looks good with the yeah, HDR, but, but it, some of them was just too dark. You know, you make it better. Like it should we're be watching, HD. We were watching, me and my roommate were watching Captain Marvel. We had to turn the lamp off because we couldn't see it because it was dark in the beginning. But anyways, Where? Act 2. That was Act was, 2. It was Act 2. I must say, the spaceships, the ships, mm-hmm. that the, the Dark Elves ships, very cool, very cool ship design in the way they move, the way they fly. Yeah. Very cool. The way they kind of have that gyroscopic thing going for it, kind of like uh, Slave One and Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. 
where it rotates and they stay level, something like that. Yeah. Really love that design. And the way, like when it shows them slicing through whores, like horizontal. Whores? When it like, slice through whores? What's that? Oh, oh Christian, that's, that's not when I, if Joel were here, he'd be laughing his ass off. Yes, he would. But we're but, more mature. Yeah, we're more mature. Swedish made peonage and larger. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're the mature one? Okay. <laughs> we are. But. Yeah, act two, I, better I, than act one. Yeah. You know, I really like this movie as I was watching it, but looking back, <clears throat> it is not great. The pacing's off. And everything is so convenient. I'm going to jump off this ship. Oh, this was part of the plan. Oh, now and I'm Thor just ship. knows how to fly the ship, by the way. Who? Thor. After he oh. just pushes buttons to turn it on. Yeah. That was a little funny moment where yeah. Loki's like, and now you're just bashing buttons instead of pressing them lightly. I am pressing them lightly and nothing's happening. <laughs> Yeah, this movie's kind of dumb in a lot of places, but mm. we forgive it because it's MCU. And Loki just happens to land on the boat when yeah. Thor throws him out the ship. Everything is so... Do you think they, they talked about that? They insert a goofy scream there. Okay, so then we need to get him on the boat, but I can't just fly down to the boat. So what if, like, he's talking, he's talking, he's bugging me. I'm going to act like he's really annoying me. I'm going to throw him off. When we pass that point on the mountain, and that's where the boat will be, and he'll land there, and he won't die. Will that be fun? That'd be kind of funny. It'll like scare it'll him a little bit. It'll be fun, but it'll scare him too. I've got a hammer in my room. <laughs> Stupid. I'll go get it. I'll throw Loki off here, and you catch him. That'll be fun. It'll be cool. Fun. Can I bring my Sega? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you can. Absolutely, my you can. Sega. Hi, cat. That just reminded me of Jim. Jim. Absolutely, you do. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Whenever he's asked, whenever Michael's asked, just, absolutely, I would. Absolutely, but I, I always have plans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. Dinner to at my get place to tonight. <laughs> you said you had no plans. And you you see, me. I just push. I just, you know, if I want to watch TV, I just. <laughs> that episode is so the dinner party, man. Hey, babe, uh, can you uh, turn that off? Turn that off, babe. On your what? zero dollar a year salary, babe. <laughs> You're supposed. I told you to put the camera away. Uh, oh, <laughs> that episode. And is so Michael good. just smiles at the camera. <laughs> We're gonna have to cover the office as a franchise. What are you doing? Oh, uh, I sleep there. I feel like we've made this joke already in the last I, season. I curl up and I. Yeah. All right. Back to. She makes Thor. me sleep on the f futon. So or the ottoman. is. I'm sure there's yeah. deeper stuff that if we were deeper people and cared more about this movie, we would talk about, well, but I think the we big thing it. about this one is Frigga. Friggin' yeah. Frigga. Actually, it's the stabbed. most important part of this movie is the mid credit scene. That's true. That's and true. And getting the ether out there. And anyway. setting up a little bit of Thor's future. But I don't yeah. want to. I, I, that's very, very important. That's very important. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, just Are we, the main thing is that pacing issue with Frigga, with her dying fair. and her relationship and the way she resolved was... Yeah. Thank goodness they pick up that football after this fumble later yeah. on down the road. But Well, that's the thing. That future movie makes this movie matter. Mm-hmm. So, good mm -hmm. on them. Good on Marvel, I guess. Yes. All right, we're bringing it home, everybody. Thor the Dark World.
think you alone were loved mother. You had her tricks, but I had her trust. Trust? Was that her last expression? Trust? Will you let her die? What help were you in yourself? Who put me there? Who put me there? You know damn well! You know damn well who... She wouldn't want us to fight. Well, she wouldn't exactly be shocked. I wish I could trust you. Oh man, this is this is a long summary. All right, strap in. <clears throat> Jane strap and Thor are downtrodden, but by way of plot magic, they discover the place where the weird gravity phenom that people were dropping stuff through was holding stuff. She finds the keys, the soda can, and a cell signal, which is something else dumb that we never... How convenient that there's just a cell signal. And, oh, right when Richard calls. Richard is the guy she went on a date with. And she's like, yeah, this is great. Stay on the line. We'll find you, and then we're on Earth. I don't... What I digress. They casually end up back in the parking lot and drive off to meet Eric and company, where... Thor hangs his hammer on the entryway coat rack. Let me say that again. Thor hangs his hammer up on the coat rack. This means that by rule and word spoken directly from Odin himself that this extra special coat rack, this otherwise mundane coat rack, this magnificent coat rack is worthy to wield Mjolnir. Are we just gonna let this go yeah, by yeah. without talking about it? Anyway, and, and according also to autocorrect, I spelled Mjolnir correctly the first time, but then when spelling it now, the second time, it underlined it with the red squiggles. I don't know. Make up your mind. Back to the plot. Back on the dark world, we get a glimpse of a soldier materializing from a green glow by way of Loki, we assume. He goes to tell Odin, the soldier, goes to tell Odin that Loki is dead. Mischief managed. The nerd crew discover the nerd crew. Oh, oh, yeah, no, the uh, no, that is what it is. Uh, the um, like Eric and Arthur discover that the dark elves will be converging in Greenwich, where the gravitational realm bending lining of the worlds will take place. Malekith and Thor fight in this trippy gravity transportation portal battle ground that takes them through a few realms and then back to uh, Jotunheim. It's confusing mess. Yeah, the apparently Jane and Eric's gravity posts, uh, electromagnetic rods that they can remote control can create. I don't know. It's weird, but it's cool visually. Thor finally sends Malekith to the Dark World, and just as the big elf ship is about to fall in an unconscious Thor. Eric saves the day and transports it to the Dark World, and it lands on Malekith. And you, f you follow all that? Because I sure didn't. Great, because we aren't quite done. Thor speaks before Odin on the throne, stating he will not be king, but he wants to be on Earth with Jane. Odin is surprised, but allows it, because guess the fuck what? It's actually Loki in disguise. Credits. The mid-credits scene shows us Sif and Volstag take the ether to a guy called the Collector, who literally collects anything or anyone who is of value. We get the reveal 
and this really makes this movie important. We had to wait till the mid credits, but we get the reveal that the Tesseract and the Ether are Infinity Stones. <gasps> and the Infinity plot line is set. The Collector then declares that he has this one, but there are five more to go. And the post credits scene shows Thor come back to kiss Jane and that Belschnipe from the Odenheim is chasing birds. That was a mouthful. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't stick around. I thought I didn't even. I, th- I thought there wasn't an end. end it's not credits. important. It's really nah. not important. Nah. But yes, we finally can openly say it, even though we've been doing it already anyway. Infinity Stones are yeah. established. Yeah. And this, these are going to form the foundation of the next two phases. Yeah. And. The MCU was forever changed right here. Right. All the way at the end of this movie. You have to watch it to get to it. Huge moment. I... Well, I didn't even see it until 2019, and I watched Infinity War. Right. (laughs) So you were probably lost when the ether came up. No, but... Well, the ether's a strange one, isn't it? It's very strange. it's not a stone, necessarily. It's... It's a... Right. But it can be a stone. It's the reality stone. A message. Well, you saw it when Thor lightning struck it, thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Uh, when he was fighting, when he was fighting uh, Malekith, he shot it with lightning, and it turned into crystals. Oh yeah, so you it, there, because when mm-hmm. when thunder. I think meets, if you put a lot of heat under a lot of heat, it probably mm-hmm. turns into. A, and everybody just gets a piece of it. Mm-hmm. I the battle is fun, but they're jamming a lot of stuff. It's yeah, it's it doesn't wow me. It's a mess. I'll just say it that way. It's not like wowing moment. I like I like the scene when the jets fly through the portals though. Oh yeah, like into the Raiden's world. I'm just calling him Raiden. I don't right, know what his Raiden. character's name Hogan. is. Hogan. 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 Yeah. Hogan. They fly into Hogan's world, and it's like, okay, so Valheim, Vana, Valheim, not the game. Yeah, Vanaheim, Vanaheim. The, uh, suburb of Anaheim. <laughs> Vanaheim has the same physics as Earth, I think. I wonder how those guys, how how long do they fly around there? They, they must have a thought while. they were in Washington State <laughs> for a little bit. And I want to see a movie about those two. Yeah, like give us a give us one of those Marvel one shots where it's just yeah. them going around like uh, where are dude? We? Did you just see that? I almost got hit with a fireball, dude. Yeah, where I are we? The is, Middle Ages? I think we're in Fremont. Actually, Vanaheim looks like a halo ring. Oh, here we with go the, with the four. Oh, here we go. Halo mm. theory. Yes, halo ring theory. Ha ha. But. <laughs> But yes, it looks like uh, the first trailer for Halo Infinite. That's what the landscape of Anah- Vanaheim, not Anaheim, nope, looks suburb. like. You got me mixed up there. You're welcome. But it it looks like a Halo ring. Those rings in the background resemble some of the architecture. Oh, I thought from it was the on Infinite Saturn. Trailer. But yeah, so Act Three. It's all right. It is, you know... It does what it needs to do. I don't really care for the convergence plot. I mean, it's just kind of... 
I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed this, like I said, but reading back these acts and really thinking about it and saying it out loud, it's kind of a mess, like all over the place. The fight scene, it was... It was, it was neat. okay. They were trying to do something a lot different, and they did. With the with the sticks and transporting and and all that. Yeah, and the, I, the hammer I mean, I, going all over and oh, the hammer one get it. Was that was cool. cool. The camera was. But cool, I just don't yes. like how this is kind of like a Godzilla thing where wasn't the, the quote unquote the... humans oh, okay. have to be helpful. Like with these rods, what are those? They can just control these gravity. Portals? It doesn't matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. No. Just going with your whole, everything's a convenience. Oh, and then like Ian just, gets a moment. Ian doesn't deserve a moment when he picks up the car and saves Darcy, and then they kiss, and then they get transported, and they're still kissing. Why couldn't Ian have been Chris O'Dowd? Who? Or what's his name? O'Dowd. Matt O'Dowd. What's his name? I don't, I don't know. Or her boyfriend, He she that Natalie was with, or Jane was eating brunch with or whatever the actor oh oh uh richard so doubt yeah richard why couldn't he have been i would have ian's character much rather of i would have that still would have been weird and kind of forced like why do we but it would have made more sense you'd have a bigger name yeah instead of like dude when he calls and oh i have cell service here come on guys <laughs> what are we writing they have cell service in the dark world yeah, like they just happen to right as he calls. Uh, Marvel. If you want to see something that, here's another. There's a lot of other things that do the dark world concept really well. This one does it, you know, it kind of boring. It. But you got Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past that does a good job going between light and dark world. You got uh, Metroid Prime Two, Echoes that does a good job. Um, what's another game? Oh yeah, uh, Twilight Princess, another Zelda game with a alternate world in the same with this, sure. you know. Sure. But so I think this it kind of borrows the dark world concept, but especially especially considering there's portals from Earth going into the dark world, but it's not like yeah. direct mirror of I would have liked more of Earth. the dark world. Have the fight I, beyond boring. the dark world. It was just it's called ruins. for the dark world. It was just ruins, and then Malekith dies in a goofy way. Oh, when the ship lands on yeah, the Thor doesn't even defeat him. The only thing that was missing him. was Eric him saying, does. oh shit, before it falls on top of him, like <sighs> John Goodman and President George Wallace from Apex, or whatever his name was. Yeah, it is dumb. George Wallace, what? Thor, again, <laughs> is unconscious, unconscious. And Jane's there, and they're they're moving. Oh. Things fall, and then Eric's like, yeah, "Got you, those clothes saved you." It's like, come on, can't Thor just be the hero of his own movie? And the thing about it is, he goes to Odin and says, "I don't want to be king anymore." But that's the whole thing that you wanted in the first movie. He's grown. I know, but does it do a good enough job of showing that growth in this film? I didn't have an issue with does it. Does he earn? Does he earn the right to say I don't? I've made the decision. I don't want to be the king anymore. I think because so. I, I do it's think even, so. It's even even more important moment later on down the road that he makes a similar decision. 
Mm-hmm. And it's more meaningful then. Now it doesn't, yes. it just doesn't, it feels like it's not resolved properly here I, as well as it is later. I think at this point, Marvel, they I don't know if they really knew what they wanted to do with Thor, the character mm. yet. They were like, ah, mm. he, he kind of is really an oddball. He's this, everybody else is on Earth. We need to get him on Earth, I guess. He's the outcast here. We... We really bit off this a lot of storylines that we don't really know what to do with yet with this character. We'll figure it out as we go, though. It'll be fine. Well, and I think they were that's even what doing it looks that like. up until the next one, too. Uh-huh. And then they found something that stuck with that. Yeah. And they kind of continued on. Yeah, boy. But in this one... I like yeah. his conversation can, with Odin, though. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down... there. Uh, this seems like it, uh, Odin is very like Dwight Schrute. Like when Thor's like, you know, I don't want to be king. He's like, oh, I mean, well, I guess if that's what you want, I'll just stay king. <laughs> I'm sure it's what Loki would want. Shoot, I have to remain king, and he's gone. What up? It's Loki. You know, time to shine, baby. But do you, did you notice the um when when Thor tells Odin that? Loki died honorably. Oh, he showed. He his raises face. his eyebrow. Yeah, I thought that was yep. neat. Little oh, like, I thought it was neat how Odin too, uh, quote unquote Odin, mm-hmm. changes his posture in the throne. Yep, to be more like that lackadaisical, like feet up on the thing, like Loki would do, and yep. that's how you know. That's the tell. That's the tell. That this is not regular odin that we're talking about here how did loki get the question where is odin yeah how did he know he could be in some old folks home he's he's probably in shady acres somewhere chilling with the old people but how did loki talk him into leaving if he did it willingly like how did that i want to know how that went down wait say that again oh how did loki yeah like how did he either convince him to leave or get him to leave forcefully that's a good question because I don't think Odin would do it forcefully. Willingly? No, I don't think so. Willingly? Yeah, that's the word. Like what? That's a question that needs to be answered. I mean, we find out, but we don't find out the process. Hi. Oh, we got a there. Uh, there's a ring theory. I forgot to mention it earlier. Yeah. The last movie was all about Thor going to Earth, first time on Earth. Oh, this yeah. one changes it around, and now it's Jane bringing Jane into Asgard to show her the the magic behind her science, if you will, that they talked about in the first one. She gets yes. to have a firsthand experience <clears throat> of it. Yep. And you also get a little joke about that when they're testing her for the virus. She's like, is it quantum entanglement? No, this is a soul machine or whatever. Does it, does it detangle oh, yeah. quantum, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, quantum told you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I, right. Was, it sets up some stuff. Who do you think you are? I am Odin, the All Father, Lord of all nine realms, protector of the nine realms. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Gotcha. I'll just uh, I'll head to my room now. I, I, yeah. The fight scene, all that. It's kind of just blah, blah. But goofy Malekith getting crushed by his ship. 
Imalica sucks. The the important part of this, that mid credit scene, the collector. The collector is somebody. I mean, every character's from the comics for the most part, but he's a guy like he, as you see, like literally collects things and people and anything rare. Like he, he just he collects them and so. But this sets up. Does he collect things? Yeah. He collects them. Yeah, he just collects them. He must have just. Well, he just recently got the the the. You're the so funny. Just recently, I think. Just recently. <laughs> Pretty recent. Did you catch anything in the background in his... All like I noticed was, was a pod. giant worm thing. Yeah, which, do we know what that is? Well, I I, everybody thought that that, that was um, um, Adam Warlock's cocoon. cocoon which nope, we... I think it was confirmed it was, but the one later, different. Well, I don't retcon. know. Maybe. But... Cool room, cool setup, cool scene. Why Sif and Volstag, though? Set, Where did though? they get it? Where did they get what? The stone. Like, why those two? Sif and Volstag. How did they get the stone to take it to him? But this On directly the next sets episode up of Guardians. Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. We explore. <laughs> Plot magic. Hey, hey happened, found they this. conveniently got it there. Yeah. Just like everything else. It doesn't else matter, in the movie. but they do take it to him and. You know, oh, it's not every day. Infinity Stone, and you're like, what? Fans of the comics are like, what? Well, it's not now wise exactly to keep what two Infinity doing. Stones in the same place. Is what he Volstagg right? Said. And it's the reveal that the Tesseract is a Infinity Stone. Yeah, very good call. And then the Collector has like these plans. You know, one down, five to go. Well, that's the ultimate prize, isn't it? Yep. To get all because apparently six. there's six infinity stones, according yep. to what the collector says. So this movie, although not great, it is super super this movie, important. Although wrinkly and dangerous behind the wheel, still can serve a purpose. Yep. Thank you, Lloyd <laughs> Christmas. No, but it's true. Don't go dying on me. <laughs> well, well, it. it Loki and Frigga. <clears throat> it is the looked over the forgotten film of phase two. And each phase, well, no. But it's just phase one and phase two. I don't think there's any going forward in phase three and beyond that are like a no. forgotten, unimportant, not good movie. But the, well, the yeah. Infinity storyline, this movie is responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, the Infinity Stones. There's six of them. The uh, Thanos wants them. If if somebody oh, has all of Thanos, them, Thanos. That's the guy that showed up at the end of Avengers. The big purple head. Yeah, and this Marvel did a great job over ten years with that slow burn, little hints. They didn't force anything. They didn't rush anything with him. But yeah, this and gets ba- the ball rolling. This is where it gets the ball rolling. In a little background, we probably even just talk about that when we hit up Phase Three. But this is all inspired by the comics, this yep. whole storyline, yep. which they did an amazing job at the end of things, but we're not there yet. So oh, we got to hold wait. back. Let's just we got to put our leashes on and yeah, put our dog so. collars on. And I guess. Dog? <laughs> Next summer will be here before you know it. Next summer will be here before you know it. I oh, cannot yeah. believe we're doing phase two already. I know. I'm so excited. 
we're here. But anyway, we're see that's that's how unimportant this movie is. Besides the mid credit scene, we that we're talking about the future. Act three, yeah, Act three. Oh, I then, liked your little thing about friggin' the uh, the coat hanger. The coat hanger being worthy. That's that, a good. That's a good point. Yeah, because it holds it. It holds it. So where's your brother? Where's your brother at? He's not. He's, Loki isn't with you, is he? Loki's dead. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, this this has more humor than Thor, the first Thor. But I better go get my pants. Yeah. Like, come on. Why do we have him? Uh, Why selfie turn into a goofball? Because he was right all along, and they have to insert. I don't. Because it was Selvig all along. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, freeze man. frame on his crazy face running around naked at Stonehenge. Well, Which they did. Joel, they literally did do remember, a freeze Joel's frame. Remember favorite hilarious scene from that movie. This movie is dumb, but it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And is there anything in Act 3 that I'm missing? No, they fight, and the most important thing happens in the And, and another thing about this whole thing, the conveniences, whatever, the, the warping, the, 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 the realms converging... Why isn't this on the news? Why isn't why it aren't people is. falling through the sidewalk? I mean, it probably why is on the people, news. Like, are people walking into portals unwillingly, unknowingly? The birds did, did. Did anyone witness those flock of birds fly through the portal and come up out of the ground? Did does anyone? I mean, I guess they're familiar with aliens now because New York, and they're yeah. like, "Oh shit, they're back." But mean, uh, don't which begs the question, why isn't, if there, there's an alien ship in England, in London, by the way, uh, you think Tony, you think Cap, Tony, the rest of them would be on that because of Well, then we wouldn't have any New solo York. movies. Well, I know, but you'd think. Yeah. Especially that, that's Tony kind of, with how he feels about the burden. That's of, kind of like the... Quote unquote corner that Marvel backed themselves up into is introducing the Avengers, this team up, and then still having these solo movies where you think, oh, that would be solved pretty quickly if, you know, knowing that the Avengers, like that we have the Avengers, why didn't he? But I think that's fine. That's a good problem to have because they're not always going to be available. They're also dealing with their own problems and their own little villains. That's true. If they can handle it on their own, they will. But this is like an alien invasion. This is reality distorting stuff we're dealing with. This is yeah, Thor got it. He's going to turn everything into the dark world, all nine realms. Which, by the way, I did not like the way that the realms were visualized. You didn't with those concentric rings in the sky or oh, whatever yeah. that looked. One of them looked like a low res Google image, <laughs> a low res yeah. Google Earth image. The green one did not like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It- I mean, they didn't. They were getting to the end of the movie, and they're like, "Let's just." It didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I just I couldn't comprehend it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I think the biggest question from this film is not why didn't the Avengers show up. I can forgive that. Where was Captain Britain? (sighs) Would have been cool to introduce him in this one. They were there. No, they're. Sidebar. He was off there canoodling are rumors, with. There are rumors huh? that 
that uh, M- that Marvel wants Henry Cavill to play Captain Britain. Oh, dude, what a turncoat he would be. That'd but then be again, cool. Warner Brothers kind of treating him like crap anyway. So, so get him out of there. Marvel treats you nice and good, Henry. Marvel. Captain Britain. Captain Britain. That's a real character, for those of you that don't know. I know. I don't know much about There's him. There's also but he's... a native Captain America. Really? Which I saw. Yeah. I can't remember I can't remember his name, but he's uh native Captain America. He's got a pretty cool looking suit design, at least I like the suit design on the on the, the comic issue cover. That looked cool. But the other design I saw it, it didn't look as cool as the comic book cover. But anyways. Captain America. Oh yeah, dude. I did see him. That oh, yeah, suit is you have awesome. Final thoughts. Uh, I'll just read I mean, this movie, it's wildly, I thought it was wildly entertaining. But I do get why it's not a top-tier MCU film and semi-forgettable. Right. But kind of siding I think with Scorsese on this one. Yeah, it's vastly underrated for how important at least the mid-credit scene was. But the visuals, I thought, were amazing. The fight scenes are, like, brief. The big fight scene is brief, but it's inventive. It's not just them punching each other on the ground. It's kind of cool. And it sets up some stuff. It has a lot of dumb moments, though. A lot of dumb moments, like the keys. Why didn't he just set his hammer on his chest? What they should have... Yeah. What they should have done is call this Thor, the convenience world. Because the dark world's in it <laughs> The for convenience a store. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what this is. This is a convenient store of Thorway. Okay. It also sets and up And ladies Heimdall and gentlemen, going I'm going to skip my final thoughts. We're going to end it right here and there. Um, we're not going to give him another opportunity to do something like that. Why? Um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, but give your fine thoughts. My final thoughts is I kind of agree with you. It's a fun movie. It's entertaining. It's got some good effects. It's got some really cool designs with the dark elves with their weaponry and stuff. Their spaceships are badass. Or as you would say, badass. Badass. Their grenades are really cool. Their grenades are really cool. It was kind of cool also, just a little insert here, how Malekith just, just to spite Odin, just throws one of them grenades at the throne. Oh, yeah, bust it up. Yeah, that was a cool aspect of his character, at least. But I I didn't think Malekith was that great of a villain. Because he wasn't. He wasn't developed very much, and neither were the Dark Elves, either. I would like to see them more. I would have liked to see them more. Maybe established more, get to see a little more of, of their weaponry and their, their stuff going on with them. All we get is some exposition stuff and a little bits of action with them, but... Um, the pacing, the biggest issue with this movie is pacing, 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 even the act structure. I was a little unsure about it, which I just left that to you, but I didn't even consider it. I was like, okay, does act one and after, uh, Frigga dies? I thought it was pretty straightforward, but but, yeah, it's just some of the, the balance between the emotional beats and the action beats were a little wonky for me. Sure. Just in the general scheme of the movie, the the plot, the 
the script, whatever, the, the narrative, whatever. Oh, they really but, screwed the pooch on that emotional moment with Frigga and Selvig. Yeah, they did. That, that being jokey, jokey. Um, hold on here. The good news is, though, we're going from arguably the second or first worst MCU movie right to a top five. Oh, with oh, Winter yeah. Soldier. And I've only seen that once. I've really? only seen that once. Oh, man, I've seen a few. I haven't seen it in a long time. I am absolutely amped to to get back on Earth, a more grounded story. Ooh. Oh, man. At watching well, them back to back, I'm going to realize how much better it is. Then I'm gonna be like, yeah, you're right. Okay, Thor Dark here, World, not here, great. Here's something that I noticed about Phase 2 as well, looking at what just came before and what's coming after. We start off in Iron Man 3, which has is based in real world, based earthly problems. Yep. And then we jump over to the mystic side of things, the cosmic side again. Like Thor jumped from Incredible Hulk and Iron Man. We, we introduced the mystic stuff. Now we're back in the cosmic. We're, doing, we're alternating in phase two. We got Iron Man 3, Thor, the Dark World, and then we go into Captain America, Winter Soldier which goes back into dealing with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Earth and Captain America and introduces yeah. Sam. Yeah. Um, but just to wrap, come. just to put a little bow on Thor, I thought it was, I think it's nice how not only does the movie begin the, well, I guess you could say it kind of does begin the Infinity Saga in earnest by introducing yep. the first Infinity Stone as we know it as an Infinity Stone. Yep. But it begins an arc for Thor as a character that we see f go through the end of Phase 3, which mm -hmm. I'm really interested to talk more about that because yeah. we see it develop more and more, especially in Phase 3 with what happens to him as a character. That all begins in this movie with the loss of Frigga, his mother, and his brother, as he knew. Mm -hmm. He lost both his mother and his brother. So that takes a toll. Yep. And it becomes a running theme moving forward, just like Iron He's Man. He's a tragic Tony. character. Yeah, he is. And so is Tony. When mm -hmm. he's got all this going off, I'm talking about Tony now, just it's kind of connected. Just his personal journey, like his burden that he feels to protect Earth and reconcile his past, redeem himself for what his company did and what his legacy was. But it's interesting. I'm looking forward to that moving forward a lot. Yeah, me That's too. the main contrib contribution of this film to the MCU, not just the Infinity Stones with the Aether, but beginning that arc for Thor mm -hmm. and kind of taking him in, in that direction. Even though it gets a little silly, gets a little silly, and maybe out of character, but I have a theory on that that we'll talk to Ooh. later. Can't wait. Also, Can't I love how they, they put the focus. Uh, the first one was all about, ooh, ring theory here. First one was all about Thor's relationship with his father. This one tries to put the focus on his mother and their relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's rushed. It's rushed still. A little still. bit. Rushed a little still. bit. And like you said, there's some great moments that we see. We have another moment between Thor and Loki, like there was in the Avengers, on the mountaintop with the two ravens. 
that mm -hmm. were flying above them. I really loved the line when he's like, Mother wouldn't want us to fight. And Loki's like, well, she wouldn't be surprised. Or you would trust oh, yeah. that she wouldn't be surprised. And then I really love this line that Thor says because it it's some of the, it's really good acting on Chris Hemsworth's part. He's just, he just says to him, I wish I could trust you. Like, and then he just turns away. Yeah, it kind of I really liked you. that line. Yeah. Hits you hard. Because he's a god of mischief. Yeah. You can count yep. on him to betray you or fake betray you or real, but I, you never know what you're going to get with Loki. It's like a box of chocolates. He is. Yeah. And yeah. like that, Spencer, I guess mischief managed because yep. that brings us to the end of another episode of Sequelman, the podcast. This has been Thor, the Dark World Edition, or as Spencer likes to call it, Thor, the Convenience World Edition. Um, we're moving forward into Phase 2, second movie of Phase 2 in the books. Moving forward to Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Looking forward to that. Haven't seen that one in a while, and I've only seen that movie once as well. That's so good. So, looking forward. Um, why don't you guys, all of our sequelers, look backward and go take a listen to some of our old episodes on Podbean, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Take a trip down memory lane. Listen to some of our old episodes if, you, if you'd like. Or listen to this one again. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a good grand old time. We hope you enjoy the show. We hope you enjoy listening to it. And listen to us run our mouths. So yep. I'm going to stop running mine, and I'm going to turn it over to my good buddy over here. All right, thank you, Chris, back to the man of the field. We have an email. You can email the show, sequelmen19 at gmail.com. We give us five star on Apple, or however, if there's other ones you can rate, I guess I'll look. And you can find us on the on Twitter at sequelmen19, Instagram at sequelmenthepodcast, and the Facebook, as it was formerly called, you can find us, Sequel Men, the podcast. Search it. We're there. Interact. We post stuff. And keep up to date with all the latest. And see our faces more often now. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And uh, we, we're pumped. We're really pumped. Because guess what? Winter is coming. Uh, in Captain America. Nice segue. You nice like segue. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with that... Spencer, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you are, if are yeah, I'm sure we got a lot of guys that listen to. Yeah, so. if you're if you're one of if you're one of those categories then you're in the right place you're listening to uh, late night hair follicle radio on the buzz 97.2 you're gonna want to keep it here we're gonna be sitting with you all night talking the hits from the 20s 30s and the 70s. That's right. We're skipping a bunch Indeed. of years because that's just how we roll here on the bus. 
the buzz. And you keep it here, whether you're driving, whether you're working, whether you're sitting at home with your kids. We're here, and we're in your ear. So keep it here.